Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyford, the Curly Marketer, Social Media Management and Strategy. And me, Murduffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you are confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered. So let's get social. So we're back, Emer. Are we? We are. Okay. Back again for another show, uh, Social Media Insights in our in, in own very, uh, I suppose, personable style. Isn't that right? So how are you getting on, Emer? How's your, your week been? Uh, busy. Um, enjoyed all this lovely rain we've had lately. Yeah, it's, uh, it has been shocking, but I am delighted to see the brighter mornings and the brighter evenings coming in. You know, the, yeah, the summer yeah, it does is, make a difference, doesn't it? The, the summer is coming. Kind of motivates you to keep going and get your social media up and going, doesn't it? It, it does. I'm wow. not joking there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I could revert to the, uh, you know, like um, the old caveman theory where you just get up when the, when the sunlight comes through the curtains. But that would mean I probably wouldn't be getting up at all, you know, with all of the dark clothes we've had. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, three kids in the house and uh, you just want to get them to stay in bed, not get up. That's true. You know, but never, never happens. Never happens. No, no. But I know, I can see it in your eyes, Emery. You've been waiting for your favourite moment of the show. Yeah, yeah. This is the highlight of my day. Yes, this is the let's get social social media joke of the episode. So I'm going to kick this one off. Um, what is a movie director's favourite part of a paid search ad? I'm just, as I usually do, I'm going to play along go, I don't know. The call to action. <gasps> Very important, that, the call to action. I would never have guessed. No. Never have guessed. I can, I can hear you laughing. Yeah, um, inside, inside. Oh, 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 we've been joined. Oh, we've been joined. Who, who could this be? We have a special guest, Emer. You never told me that. Oh, I like to have surprises. I thought it was just going to be you and me. No, no, I think I kind of felt you were getting bored just hanging around <laughs> with me. So, uh, no, so, the jokes, the jokes yeah. were, but anyway. So, so, do you want to introduce our guest? I will indeed, yeah. We're, we're delighted to be joined by Melanie Boylan from Stump Social Media Training and Social Media Management and all good stuff. And uh, we... Uh, we're delighted to have her. She's going to be talking to us um, about some Facebook advertising. So, Melanie, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And, Melanie, you just missed the joke there. Oh, what a relief. Oh, Don't yeah. worry, Melanie, I'll email it to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen back. Listen back. So, so, Melanie, I suppose, tell our audience a bit about yourself. Um, what uh, what favourite parts of social media do you like to work on? Where did you come up with the name Stomp Social Media, um, etc.? Well, I'll start with where I started with the name. Um, I will be honest with you. When I started up in 2013, I wasn't thinking very big. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the name came from Soul Trader Office Marketing and PR. Wow. wow. Okay. That's interesting. Right. And initially my business was called Stomp Marketing and PR and spent the first two years being called Stomp Marketing and PR. Um, but... Like all good marketers, I decided to do a focus group after two years and see if my audience agreed with, you know, my message and see if I was focusing on the right things. And they said, no, you're not. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. And there's one for the audience now. Focus groups are very, very insightful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very good to use. uh, And how did you decide then to kind of pivot towards? Well, I was already doing um, social media training and, right. and that's what more my audience, my audience knew I was doing. Yeah. Um, they 
they grasped that first and foremost from how I was promoting myself, the events I was attending. And I, I even came up with another name, which they absolutely hated. Go on. What was it? Social media genie. <laughs> it's maybe as bad as the curly marketer. Thanks. <laughs> my audience loves my name. You think? Um, so, so then you just decided to diverse then further into well I just stuck with social media and yeah. obviously on a search engine optimization um, vein mm. being called what you do is ideal yeah yeah yeah. and uh, like also another one of your skills is um, particularly in the area of say writing editorial because you're a journalist as well isn't that I right? am that's right and, um, and how do you find being a journalist kind of helps you say in your social media does there a crossover allowing you to kind of write content or do you find them that they're very separate or well, it does help with spelling. <laughs> Very true. I use Grammarly. <laughs> I look up those red squiggles everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the green dot. Um, and so, like, from there, like, you were saying that you sort of were leaning towards the management side as well. Well, the management, I'll be honest with you, is my bread and butter. Okay. Social media training is my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I love meeting new people and going out to new places and being challenged. Yeah. Um. Because everybody has a different challenge. Yes. But it's not as regular as you would like, you mm. know. Yes. And so my doing social media management, that would be my bread and butter. That would be my monthly income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I suppose today we wanted to, I suppose, start to introduce an area of um, Facebook advertising. Um, uh, and it's because, I, I suppose, very much from an organic point, Facebook, like a lot of the social media channels, have gone a kind of organic reach has kind of gone down, you know, kind of the reach of organic posts has gone down and I suppose, particularly on Facebook, people are having to revert to Facebook ads to try and increase the reach of certain posts. So I suppose, um, in your experience, Melanie, I suppose, kicking off, when considering Facebook ads, you know, what were some of the things that maybe a business should be looking at or focusing on first if they're considering Facebook advertising? Well, before you even consider starting, you need to have a good idea of who you're targeting your ads to. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a clear idea of who you're targeting them to, it won't reach the right people at the right time. Mm -hmm. So first of all, understanding who you currently are, if you've already got an open page, which is the assumption you do. um, So are you already targeting the the right people? And if you're trying to bring in a new audience, are you making sure you're bringing in that new audience with the right um, information? So targeting, understanding your audience is first and foremost. Then having... A, a clear call to action mm. um, and it's got to be yeah. brief very mm. brief yeah. and, you know like two sentences really yeah. you can have up to three as long as they're short sentences yeah. and then having a call to action button and also having clear imagery or video mm. yeah like I think very valid points and they all come back to what we've spoken about with the yeah. whole getting your strategy developed up front you know that knowing who your target audience is you know what is your core message you want to get out there because Ultimately, if your message is not aligned with what you're trying to offer or the pain point you're trying to solve and you're not showing the ad to the right people, it's never going to be successful at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, even before ads, and Melanie, you probably agree with me, we all, um, as a a fellow trainer, uh, you would suggest to people that it is so important to have a fully optimised page, which means have a complete and have some sort of organic uh, content posting 
before you di- venture down? Well, like I said, as long as you've yeah. already got an open page yeah. that's, that's already working for you, you can use the insights on Facebook to give you some guidance as to who you've already got on there. Yeah. Um, I don't sometimes think people don't realise the value of insights. Mm-hmm. Um, insights are, just so in case people are confused about the, the word it means to do with your, your data, your analytics you know, how people have uh, engaged with your post and and re- the reach on it. And, you know, you get a better understanding of what's working and what's not working. So then you could then use that as an idea for an ad. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And, you know, by I'll give you a very short example. Okay. Um, somebody was running regular events in Dublin and they weren't getting the, the footfall they were hoping. Mm-hmm. And the person that was managing the page was based in Galway as a volunteer. And without realising, when she was setting out the ads, promoting the event, she was actually pushing Galway. And oh, nobody's right. going to travel from Galway yeah, to Dublin for events, yeah. or yeah. certainly not many. Yeah. And it was just a very simple accident. Wow. Um, but you can tell that by your insights. You can see where your audience is based. Mm. Um, you can see where all the likes are. You can even see gender. Mm. You can see age, yeah. language. Um and you can see that just in your normal insights. And then there's further insights inside your ads manager as well Yeah, that gives you even greater detail. Yeah. Yeah, because I know interesting thing as well when you're developing, you know, who your audience are. That I suppose the beauty about some of the demographic type information that you can drill down on for your ads from, say, interests and, you know, age groups and um, even job titles using even some of that information when you're developing your social media strategy to break your personas or your target audience down mm-hmm. to by way of demographic, age group, uh, gender, potential interests is once again is a very good exercise, I think, to to utilise for building up your profile. Yes and no. Some people can be overly refined as well mm, and it makes their, um, their audience far too zoned, mm. far too targeted and then you know, that's why the creation of lookalike audiences yeah. come in very, very handy. Yeah, yeah. Some people um, mainly would believe Facebook ads are expensive. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, they're as expensive as you want to make them. Mm. Um, the more you pay, the more you get. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like most things. If, yeah. if you pay for a cheap plumber, you're not going to have you know, a great job. Yeah. If you pay for an expensive plumber, there is a certain expectation you're going to get better quality plumbing. Yeah. True. That's quite true. Yeah, like I suppose... Like, would you kind of ever, when you're working with someone, say on the Facebook ads, would you ever kind of say have a, a starting budget you'd kind of maybe tend to kind of look at with? Uh, and then, well, if it's if it's um, running regular ads, and I'll be honest with you, if you're going to do ads, you've got to do them every month. Mm. I wouldn't go any lower than two hundred as an absolute lowest. Yeah. So two hundred a month is yeah. your kind of yeah. guiding line as an absolute lowest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're doing it every single month, you know year in, year out, kind of works. Yeah, yeah I suppose it Especially works. if you understand your audience as well. Yeah. And so as opposed to, sorry, as opposed to like boosting a post. Well, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've always been a bit against boosting. Me too. Um, but it's it's really hard for people to just go straight into Ads Manager. It's quite baffling. Mm. And I think it's a great way to build your confidence in the process and we all had to start somewhere. Yeah. And I, they do work for a short time, mm-hmm. in fairness. You know, there's nothing wrong with boosting posts, but I wouldn't so it's only do, boost. So um, with your L plate on your back, is start with a boosting <laughs> post. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I wouldn't do it for too long. Two or three days, mm. max. Yeah. And, and a tenner, 
15 quid it can be as low as that um Mm -hmm. but it's not as refined um yeah, no, I agree. Um, but it just as you say, you get an idea of the layout yeah. uh, and how to sort of uh, put together the post uh, as an ad yeah. um, is mm. a good starting point. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, I would agree with that. Like I, 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 like I have found success with, say, certain posts who have just been very timely or they're, they're mm. right, you know, they've hit a mark on a particular and to maybe do an initial boost to increase the the reach of that has been very good. There's three things that are measured, Philip. There's weight, relevancy, and mm-hmm. timeliness. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Do you want to explain those three? Well, give you a really good example. I live in Mullingar, and if I happen to just bump in at the Ambrook House Hotel to, a, you know, group of lads humming away, singing away, and then I realise who they are, and it's One Direction. And they're thinking of starting up again. Yeah. Okay. Mullingar. No, 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 don't. <laughs> Sorry. But, but no, seriously, oh. there I am in Mullingar, yeah. which is where Niall Horan's from. Yeah. And I'm there watching them and I, I can hear them singing. If I put them on a Facebook Live and say, I think One Direction are reforming. I wouldn't need to pay for that. That would go viral. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook lives. And but I'm I'm just Melanie. I'm not some super famous person. I wouldn't be Westmeath Examiner or anything like that with hundreds mm. of followers yes. and mm. thousands of followers. But because it's relevant and timely, and I'm in the right location, that would be picked up very fast. Right. So be in the right place at the right time. Yes. So we were talking earlier about you know the power of ads and. Um, Going from there, talking about, you know, if you weren't too sure about it, you could always start off with boosting a post, Mm -hmm. but not as a consistent way of um, reaching your audience, move further then into ads. Um, And talking about boosted posts or even an ad, why would Facebook reject a boosted post or an ad? Well, there could be a number of reasons. Um, The main one normally is, what I've noticed is that they've used an image with words in ah. it yeah. and you can have some words in it um, but really the less words or no words the greater chance you have of um, being okay or you get the wrong size image and then it will only show on certain platforms mm-hmm. and if there's not enough platforms that the um, image will show up on then they'll just reject it so you could size your image say in Canva we spoke about before yeah. in a previous show um, and that way you can get around that issue as long as it's not going to be too pixelated because some okay. images especially if people take them from websites they tend to show up really really small mm-hmm. when you uh, when you take them from a mm, website unless yep. you've got the original um and that's just too small 300 by 300 200 by 200 is way too small way too small yeah so what would you say is an optimized size for an image well, it depends on where, where it's going you know okay. you need a big image for instagram mm-hmm. you don't need a very big image for audience um, network so it really depends on where it goes mm-hmm. okay so where it's going to like appear yeah, yeah. in the in the news feed or you know yeah okay that's interesting you know because a lot of people actually aren't sure about that kind of thing so i just thought i'd ask ask and see if you could uh, give us a better kind of a, a viewpoint on that you know so, um, because boosted posts and ads, as you say, are yeah. different. And you can, like I know within, obviously within ad manager and stuff, if you have an issue, you can edit within the, the Facebook ad manager kind of area. Well, you can, but once the ad has gone live, the only way you can edit is by stopping the ad yeah. and restarting again. Yeah. So uh, I suppose in, in that particular situation, 
I suppose, if you do get, and I know like from my own experience from submitting ads, it tends to be about a day, day and a half, you know, you might submit it or have you experienced? I think if you do ads regularly enough, mm-hmm. I mean, mine clear within a couple of hours. Really? Right. Um, and, you know, there'll be others who, I mean, I don't primarily do ad, uh, Facebook ads, yeah. um, but there'll be other people that we know that do ads day in, day out. And mm. I expect it'll take even less time because yeah. it's something they do all the time. Yeah. So the more regular you are with yeah. doing ads. Well, it, you, you slowly graphs what you're allowed to do and more and more the AI will allow you to just get on with it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty okay. good. Um, as we had just talked about boosted posts, uh, the other area was the ads manager. And you were saying it can be quite scary for people. Well, it can first time. And I will be honest with you, um, being confronted with all those sections and subsections and, mm. you know, you can click see more and you get a huge amount of options. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very very fiddly initially when you first start I will agree um, but it's just perseverance and you know there's Blueprint which is the Facebook for Business training which, which is available completely free from um, Facebook Okay. Um, so if you want to be self-taught um, that's an excellent way to do it mm-hmm. and do they actually bring you from being a viewer to being a doer as absolutely. they say? Absolutely right. um, but you know it's not for everybody um, okay. you know sometimes it's just easier to outsource yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's sometimes, um, I, I cer- certainly can say for, for, for myself, I'm not um, one for, um, you know, food and dinner parties and all that kind of thing. So I would have to have somebody else do it. And luckily I'm married to a chef, so that's great. You always give examples of food. I, I can't believe you said cake. that. I know, it's We have cake <laughs> reference every single show or some type of food. So People eat with their eyes. I know, but you know, attracting <laughs> attracting your audience visually is yeah. very important with Facebook ads. So I had to throw that back in. But um, yeah, no, for me, it's like if you want to get something done, have a specialist do it. Hmm. You you know, you go to the GP and you don't ask him to do brain surgery. Very true. You wouldn't ask a GP to do brain surgery, no. No, no. no. So that's what we're we're trying to say is if you want somebody to do your ads and you're a little bit not sure of the whole mm. situation, maybe start off with somebody doing it for you. Yeah. And then as things build up, then start to, like yourself, Melanie, um, <laughs> then from there, like you can actually start to get a confidence and start to say, right, well, I can see what way it looks and how it's been responded to yeah. and what the return on investment is. And then you kind of feel like maybe mm. you could venture down that road. So maybe start off with somebody doing it for you mm. and then move forward. But, but it's all part of a strategy. You, you don't have to do an ad all the time. Mm-hmm. You can build on the good work you're doing already, maybe going live, um, maybe going to events. And obviously, if you're putting up photos of your stand or where you're speaking, you're being relevant, you're being timely, mm-hmm. and you've got some weight because you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can build on organic work with ads. Yeah, You don't have to do just ads. And you shouldn't have to do just ads because then it gets expensive. Yeah, yeah. There's no point in just doing ads all the time and there is nothing then behind that Mm. you've really got to have something behind it definitely yeah Yeah. like I know a question that sometimes people have thrown at you Melanie is the whole area of you know Facebook says I can't pay or you know (laughs) my ads aren't showing because I owe money you know kind of why would that be well what's classically been the issue there is they've um, had a card or a PayPal account that's now out of date or no longer in use because obviously PayPal is doesn't really go out of date mm. um, unless it's the card again. But um, 
it's just a case of they don't know that the card's still on there. They've yeah. updated every other platform, every yes. other channel, mm-hmm. you know, their Amazon account or where, whatever else, and then all of a sudden they still owe this money and they won't get another ad until yeah. they've cleared it. Yeah. Period. Ah. And like, am I right in saying, or kind of in your experience, do if a client puts their credit card up on the, the ads manager platform or it's, say, a third party that's managing, you know, do Facebook... Um, give you essentially take the money straight away from the credit card or is it sort of they might charge you at the end of the month or well again it depends on the payment method yeah. paypal they will take as you go along so if you're doing a two a week campaign a five-day campaign two-week campaign when you're using paypal you pay at the end of the campaign um you could do five separate ads during the month using a debit or credit card and they'll take it at the end of the month sure so I suppose it's very much your own choice as to... Well, it's, mm. it, you only have one option with yeah. debit cards and credit cards and one option with PayPal. But um, I think they do that with the cards because most people pay for their credit card at the end of the month. Yeah. And they yes. want to make sure the funds are there. Yeah. yeah. So you're probably safer to use the credit card. Uh, yes. In your head. So to um, speak, like going peace of mind and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, no one uh, bought tickets to my event... When I sent out my ad on Facebook, now I've done uh, event social media. Um, you've done it as well, Philip. Yeah, yeah. And um, the ads are, and no one's buying the ticket. Again, all down to strategy and a call to action button. A lot of people um, say that's not fair. Actually, there's a small amount of people will create a event on Facebook and then share it through Facebook. Um, and that's fine. That's that's a call to action button through mm. the event. But if you do um, an ad and you don't use the correct button, um, people don't feel engaged to push it. Mm. And most people b- purchase through their phone. So you you either don't put a button at all or you're not using the right button. Okay. Or you're not answering a problem with your short text. Mm. And... And try and be a bit different. Don't be too samey. Don't put the same image up that you see your competitor putting up. Um, put something really random. You yeah. know, if you're if you're selling fresh farm eggs mm. at a country fair coming up, yeah. which I can't foresee ever happening in this weather. No. Um, but if you are and you put up, um, instead of a chicken, you put up um, a nest, just a nest, mm-hmm. nothing in it. Mm. And then say, they've already got their eggs. When are you going to get yours? Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Creativity on the fly. Wow. <laughs> I think we'll keep her. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to quit. And it should be the Melanie and Emer show, I think. Um. Melima. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just wanted to say also, in regard to, uh, as you g- give two examples, this test to see which one works. You know, mm, yeah. you know that could well, be... Absolutely. You um, know? The, the, you're supposed to really try and do several ad sets to see which one's more successful. Can you explain what an ad set is actually too? Of course. So you can do the same ad with with similar words and run over the same time and with different images. Mm -hmm. And separate ad sets all come from the same card or PayPal account. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's all on the same idea of what you're trying to promote or get people to buy, whatever it is. So you have ad A, ad B, ad C. Okay. And when you're feeling adventurous, this is what you try to do. And you can actually monitor, um, you can add the um, Facebook ads app to your phone which is free mm-hmm. and you can you, you then get regular daily reports from the Facebook ads manager um, button that will tell you who's most successful which one's working better and then you can stop draining money into the wrong ad yes and that will save you money in the long term exactly mm-hmm. and then you learn your audience so much better and a lot faster but 
it is an extra lot of work because you're having mm. to add extra copy, extra images. Yes. So short-term pain for long-term gain. Yes. Ah. Very good. And, and like I suppose in relation to that that type of testing, would you kind of uh, run multiple tests from say maybe do an image change first or would you focus on maybe the, the copy change first or is there any, is it really, there's no... F- if you can stop people scrolling... Mm. I find that's half the half the battle. Yeah. So I would always try an image change first. Yeah. yeah. Because I suppose yeah, the visual, as you were saying, you know, yeah. kind of people buy with their eyes, you mm-hmm. know. So pictures tell a story with a thousand words. And everybody it, is yeah. just scrolling so fast, and they're not going to read everything. So yeah. if an image is going to catch your eye first. Mm. Then you're going to go, oh, what's this about? Mm. You know. So yeah, yeah, I can see what she means now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose another common question that I'm sure you're probably asked is I've loads of likes on my page, engagement is great, why don't people buy my services and products? Um, likes is a vanity metric mm. it's great to have a lot of likes yeah. but what pays more is the engagement mm. um, and engagement is only measured when somebody reacts or comments or shares, that mm. would be considered proper engagement or, yeah. or, or clicks see more or clicks a link that you've shared in your post. Mm-hmm. So I would say to everybody you're, you're, the, the, the one you want is a share mm-hmm. the one under that would be comment and the one under that you would be a like so just to give them an idea of you know oh I got 20 likes and they think that that's great but there's no shares or not even a comment so it's it's important to sort of say to yourself well my, my goal is to get shares. I would, I would actually say comments. All right. Okay. The reason why I would say comments is because you're then engaging conversation and that is rated mm-hmm. higher than shares. I always thought it was the other way around, you know, getting people to share it out and recommend, you know. If you can talk to them, okay. um, then the algorithm believes that you're putting up something pertinent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it gets organically shared. Right. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty. And I suppose it would be worthwhile as well from a business point then obviously getting engaging on those comments, you know, as soon as comment is put up that you're getting involved because mm. the algorithm will see that, you know, uh, and start to, I suppose, further, I suppose, promote that post or make it make it more visible to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, I suppose just kind of, I suppose, wrapping up, you know, and listen, thanks so much for your time. I think I think we'll have to get you back on, Melanie, because there's plenty more that we want to talk yeah, to. Yeah, you um, know, it's just, as you, as you would say, like, you know, there's so many levels to this. Um, mm. I... Do you want to come back, Mel? I would love to. Cool. Can I miss Brilliant. the? You can miss joke the joke, again. yeah. Don't no, brave. no, you're staying. You're, <laughs> no, dang it. So I suppose just before we go, Melanie, um, what's the website address? Where do you want to? Well, if you want to find out what I'm up to next, um, either as a journalist, as a speaker, as a writer in general, or doing social media training or management, please visit www.stomp.ie. S T O M P. .ie that's great, Mel. Thanks Brilliant. for coming. See us. So, um, hope you enjoyed today's show. I've been Vote Twyford, the Curly Marketer, Social Media Management Strategy. And I'm Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. And we will see you again soon for Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye.